What's it like to be a football player going through August practice? Former Hawkeye LaShawn Daniels tells us fights in practice, sneaking girls in, or sneaking out of the hotel. All today on the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. You are Locked On Hawkeyes, your daily podcast on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Back with you, another edition of the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast. Trent Condon, LaShawn Daniels, thanks for making Lockdown Hawkeyes your first listen every day. We're free and available everywhere you get podcasts. As we get ready for the weekend, Big Ten Football Media Days in the books. I'm officially on vacation right now, so we don't have any stories coming out of that that we're going to talk about. We will talk about that certainly, though, next week. LaShawn, good to talk to you as always. And we're going to go inside uh, the football complex with you a little bit here today. We're going to go back into the memories for you and, well, maybe take you to a place that's not exactly your most fun talking point, August <laughs> camp and getting ready for the football season. Boy, what a grind that has to be. Yeah. Um, fall camp is, is definitely a different definitely a different breed, right? Especially, um, you know, coming in as a freshman, it's, it's, it's a lot tougher than what you might uh, you know, really expect, right? I mean, it's just a lot of long days, you know, long practices, grinding, um, you know, going against each other. Um, and as tough as it is physically, it's just as hard, if not even tougher mentally. So, yeah, it's, it's not the easiest time for sure, but it definitely does get you ready uh, for the upcoming football season. Let's go back to that first camp. So you've been on campus for, what, a couple months at that time. You get there, June, you're going through weightlifting, you're figuring things out. You probably figure, I got this all good, right? I'm going to walk into (laughs) camp. The other running backs that were coming in this year, it was you and Akram coming in. You had a couple of Ohio guys that were there. You figure, all right, I'm going to walk in the door here. I'm going to show them what's up, and I'm going to take over that running back spot. And then you walk in. So what is even that first day, that first day of real football practice as a D1 football player, a Big Ten football player, what was that first experience like for you? Uh, well, for starters, it's exciting. I mean, it's the first time you get to throw on, you know, a practice jersey, first time you get to put on the helmet, right? First time you really get to get out there with, with all the coaches, the entire team, right? And be a division football player, right? It's your first practice. So it's really, really exciting. Um, but once you get past that part, even before you even get on the practice field, right, we're, we're going through all these different meetings, meetings. We're trying to install a bunch, a bunch of plays, right? Uh, so your brain is, it feels like you're like you're working overtime, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, it feels like you're working overtime because for, I mean, I'm willing to bet that I was offense is more complicated than probably 99% of the offenses in high school. So, uh, coming in to try to learn all these things and want to learn these things as quickly as possible so you can actually play fast, uh, that's, that, that, that's tough. That, that, that's really a tough part, like, early on. But, I mean, the most part, like, those first couple practices, it's, it's a lot of, um, you know, individual work, um, a lot of, like, seven-on-sevens or, um, you know, one-on-one routes, right? 
like nothing, nothing too crazy because like you don't have pads on it. A lot of guys are still still going to be be learning a bunch of the playbook. But you know, once you fast forward about a week, right, and you start getting the pads on, then it's, a, it's another another ball game. Did you have a welcome to college football moment? A, a guy that you know, maybe gave you a hit in practice. Let's see who who was on that team your freshman year. You had what, big Carl Davis was up there in the middle. You had. Guys at the linebacker spot, you had Bo Bauer, Cole Fisher, Josie Jewell was out there around the same age as you. But was there that moment right away where you got hit for the first time? Say, oh boy, this is different than high school football. Uh, uh, I would say, honestly, thinking about thinking back to it, I mean, there probably was a moment in my freshman camp where like that did happen, but oh um, no, I mean, like the first time. I remember, like, first, like, big play I made in camp. It was, like, we were in pads or whatever. And it was, like, a run up the middle. Um, boom, got it. Ran over a safety. Uh, I want to say it was Nico Law. Uh-huh. I, I mean, uh, Nico Law, we were doing, like, a temple period. Um, but, yeah, basically got uh, inside zone play, right? Like, ran him, like, ran him over um, during the play, you know, popped up. Obviously, all hype, like, throwing the ball around. Like, we're running around celebrating. And the coaches are yelling at me because uh, we're running the temple period, so I need to get up and be on the ball and run the next play. Um, so uh, that's that's just something that I all that's probably like the one thing that I remember, like from my freshman year, like fall camp, like that was like the one play I was like, where I was like, man, this college stuff, this is this isn't too too hard. <laughs> this is like this is like it's just football. It's football at the end of the day. Um, but then you know, once I got to start getting like a few reps, like with the first group, right, and trying to, uh, you know, read a hole and um, maneuver and try to pass block some of these some of the linebackers and um, read holes and things are opening and closing so fast. Yeah, that was definitely uh, a different, different, different pace that uh, I definitely need a lot to see a lot of work to adjust to. Good stuff there, Lashawn. When we come back, I, I want to talk a little bit about. A typical day for these guys as they're going through camp, what it's like, the work that is being done, and and maybe some other interesting parts of it. Eh, guys sneaking out, guys getting in trouble. <laughs> we'll go inside what football camp is like for a football player. August camp right around the corner. It's a Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. I love to bet this is music to my ears. You can find reviews and news of every league, MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, eSports, even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline where the game starts. So, LaShawn, as we were talking about camp, you're going through the process, you're getting your feet underneath them, you've been working out, you've been building to get to this point, you're getting your opportunity, you want to show the coaches what you can do out there, but there's also just the day-to-day grind, and you hear so much about this. So, take us in what it's like there. What is it, two weeks that you guys are staying in a hotel? Is that right? Or at least it was Mm -hmm. when you were playing two weeks that you're holed up in, in a hotel, and it's practice, it's football, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, like, like I just feel like trying to prepare 
uh, like I remember my first year, I brought like an entire suitcase of stuff. But little <laughs> did I know that I wasn't even going to have time to even, you know, go through that suitcase of stuff. I was basically just going to be wearing workout clothes <laughs> practically 24-7. Um, so, but basically like how it goes, it's like you get up, you know, it depends like if you need treatment or not. But usually I get up at like 6 a.m. I probably got like a old fall schedule uh, camp somewhere around, around my house. So if I look hard enough, I can probably find it. But it was like, get up at 6 a.m., you know, you head down, you know, you eat breakfast, 6.30 or whatever. Um, then you, I mean, you usually took, like, you took, like, shuttle. You would take, like, Sprinter van um, over from the, it was, like, the Marriott. You stayed at, and you'd take uh, Sprinter vans over to, to the complex. Uh, you know, you do whatever stuff you got to do, whether you get taped or, or whatever, um, do whatever additional treatment you got to do. And then, then we're in meetings, right, for, like, the next, few hours right so this is this would be like a single practice day this is a, this is what it used to be like so we'd be in meetings for for several hours right and then we would have like a quick lunch break right and then you know early in the afternoon we would go out we had practice we're gonna be you know two and a half hours probably two and a half hour practice uh scripted and then you, know, you come in you take a shower right you go we go eat and then you know we come back and then we go through more meetings um, and then, you know, by that time point in time, it's probably like, you know, eight, nine o'clock and then, you know, we're getting ready to head home. And then, um, you know, when we have two a day, we have, when we used to have two a day practices, it would be like, it'd be very similar. You get up and instead of heading to meetings in the morning, we would just head straight off to practice. And then after practice, right, we eat, we go back to the hotel, take like a quick nap, we come back, we go to meetings and then we repeat, have like a later practice. Um, and then, uh, that'd be it. Then it'd be, again, it'd be like eight o'clock, uh, and then you head home. So it's is some version of that pretty much every single day. Um, and then like we would lift like three days a week. So on some days, like if we're like, we're just having a single day practice, right. When, um, offense is in meetings, the defense would be going in the lift. And then, um, when offense is done with meetings, we flip offense goes with defense, um, goes to meetings. And so on and so forth. So it's probably some type of version like that still, um, where you're going to be in meetings for pretty much most of the day. A lot of the day is going to be spent focused on meetings, whether it's special teams, um, offense, defense group, or your individual position meetings. Because uh, that's where a lot of the work is done in fall camp. That's a big part of the reason why it's a lot of mental mental work, right, more than it is physical. Because, yeah, obviously, like, you're going to be grinding out there on the football field. Right? It's going to be hot. Uh Stuff, but I mean that's part of the reason why you have you know your summer um, strength conditioning, you have your winter strength conditioning to make sure that you're prepared and you're ready to go to handle that. But the mental part of the game is, is what really gets people a lot because um, obviously you're you're tired um, all the time, so it's harder to focus um, you know in those meetings to make sure that hey I'm making sure that I'm actually looking at the things that need to be corrected. So when I go out there again in the practice field, that I don't make those same mistakes. I can play faster, right? The coaches can see that I'm actually improving versus, you know, just being out here just trying to have a good time. So you're holed up for a couple of weeks. You're in a hotel room. People get a little stir crazy. We're also talking about 18 to 23-year-old guys and sneaking in a girl, going out to the bar. Any stories of anybody sneaking out, anybody getting caught, any trade secrets you can share with us, LaShawn? <laughs> I'm not snitching on nobody, but <laughs> but people, yeah, people usually do 
people used to be wild all the time. Uh-huh. No matter no matter how like um, much the coaches and the people that are there like to watch you, um, people are always always doing stuff. Um, so uh, we like, you usually have like curfew at I think it's like like ten or eleven something like that like, yeah. around there where the one of the coaches or manager would come would come by and make sure that everyone was in their room. Um, and that goes lots of business, but yeah, sometimes people would get crazy. Sometimes people would, you know, try to sneak in a girl or, you know, try to sneak out and do, do whatever. Cause I mean, I, I mean, it's tough being in there, uh, yeah. two weeks, two weeks and you're just looking at each other. Like you get sick, like, you get sick of looking at everyone. Like you get to a point where it's like, like, I just need to see someone else. I'm just tired of looking at uh, football players. So yeah, people, people, would definitely go a little crazy sometimes. A lot of times people didn't get caught, but if you did get caught, it was definitely not a good thing. I don't even remember what the punishment was. Like if you got caught either being out past curfew or whatever, right? It was probably something like where you just had, where you had to like push a board or something, or they made you like roll or something after practice. I don't know. Something, some, some, you know, typical like football punishment. Does um, that sound so obviously, <laughs> no, not at all. And then obviously, like getting caught like that doesn't put you in any good favors with the coaches, mm-hmm. right? So that's that's another thing, right? You want to make sure that you're doing things that, like, where the coaches are like, "Hey, can we trust this guy? Is he going to be doing the right thing?" Even when you know people people aren't focused on on them all the time. So, um, but I mean, hey, a lot of people are really good at not getting caught. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm probably just gonna leave, just gonna leave it at like that. Leave it at that. I think it was very well said, Lashad. I, I think we know exactly where you're going. Well, one other thing that I, I find interesting, we'll talk about next, and that is that chippiness that's gonna come out. What's it like on the practice field? What they're going through? Some fights that break out. Seems like that's always part of the conversation. Doesn't matter what sport. You're sick of going up against the same guys. We'll do that when we continue on the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. LaShawn, final thing as we wrap up here and get ready for next week and the start of football camp for the University of Iowa and the players getting ready to get the pads back on, get out there and hear those helmets popping and the pads popping. Always a great time. But I know it, you know it, anybody that's played football at any level, if you played sports at any level, I think you know when you're practicing against the same group of guys, you're going up against the same people, there's going to be chippiness. There's going to be fights that break out. And I've seen it at all levels of sport in all kinds of different sports. You just get sick of them. They're your teammates. Sometimes they're your friend, but you just get sick of it. So any fights, anything that you can remember that jumps to memory as you're going through the grind and things that happen in practice back in your day? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there used to be fights all the time. Uh, a lot of times, it, a lot of times the fights start from uh, the O-line and D-line. Mm-hmm. 99% of the time it came from, the D line starting it, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean it, 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 the tempers are flaring. I mean, you guys are going, you're competing against each other every single day for several hours throughout the day, right? You just get you just get sick of them, even if they do, even if they they play the play completely right, nothing dirty, nothing like that. But they, you felt like they blocked you maybe just a little bit too long, or they went like a little, little extra too hard on the play, right? And then you get to pushing and shoving, and next thing you know, it breaks out into a full fight, right? I mean, that used to happen all the time, especially between offenses and, and D-line quite a bit. Um, and 
then it would even it even happen a bunch with receivers and the DBs. And those I feel like those those two groups, those were really four groups, is really where a bunch of the fights uh, started. The running, I feel like the running backs, like we were like we were a pretty pretty chill group. Didn't really find ourselves in too too many fights. But guys that two guys that every single camp or even even in like a regular practice, like during the spring or during the season, right? These guys out there, these guys are always find themselves in the center of it was Jaleel Johnson and Toby <laughs> Jewel. Those two, like, anytime there was a fight, you could probably look somewhere and probably pinpoint, like, those are two of the biggest troublemakers that they probably started it. So, uh, but for the most part, yeah, I mean, there, there's fights and stuff happening, but, I mean, they love each other pretty much, like, after practice. Like, once, you know, practice is over and dudes are in the locker room, for the most part, like, I would say, like, that stuff didn't, didn't really carry over. It was just like, like, like they like they get it. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we're 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 sick of each other. Like, we get it. We know it wasn't anything malicious or anything like that. So uh, they usually just put it aside, and then you forget about it until you know the next practice. So. Josie and Jaleel always in the middle of it. Well, <laughs> remember those guys play days? It probably not a real big surprise that they were in the middle of stuff and mixing it up. But hey, great stuff there, Lashad. One other thing is you're going through these practices and and getting ready for the season. You know, the camaraderie, the team building aspect of that, was there much of that or is that something that happens in different times where you're sitting around talking, you're you know, getting together and just doing different things away from football, just just having those conversations and doing different things. Did you guys do much of that? Yeah. Um, a lot of times. So uh, we would do like a lot of team building activities for sure. Um, or you're like, take like a person, like you get paired up with someone and then you had to learn about them, and then you got to do like a like a presentation on them, mm-hmm. like about this person, like their favorite things, whatever. Um, so that was something we did. But I feel like a lot of team building honestly just came from you know just the guys just hanging out right outside of practice, right here in the locker room. Um, you know, you got everyone around. The guys are just kind of choking around, you know, packing jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just just talking about a number of different things, right? Or um, eating meals with each other with putting like your phones away. That was, that was one thing that I feel like that the coaches kind of helped on like a bunch, just try to make sure that like, Hey, if you guys are going to be around each other and put your phones away, um, be in a moment, talk to each other. Um, and I feel like that was something, you know, that we did, we did pretty well, especially like that, that 2015 team that we had. So like that was, that was a team that I felt like everyone was pretty close to each other. Um, it really didn't matter like who you were sitting with or who you're around. Like you could always, you know, strike a good conversation and you know you have a good time, and uh, it really start, really formed that bond to where it was like, hey, like, and I can rely on this guy, um, even if we aren't you know next to each other on football field. I know I can rely on him to do the right thing, whether it's on the football field, in the weight room, in the classroom, in the film room. Uh, you knew that you were um, going to be a guy, be around some people who who were really in it to win it. So. Yeah, I feel like a lot of that team building stuff does come in that fall camp um, time period, and it's really where, as a team, you have an opportunity to get really close with each other. Because you know, like we said earlier, right, we're seeing these guys every single day for you know essentially longer than <laughs> twelve hours a day, yeah. right? So uh, you really do get an opportunity to form those bonds, get close with each other. Well, it's right around the corner for Iowa football, and Lashawn. Next time we talk, it will be August, and that means we will be. Well, one month away from the kickoff of football season. In fact, end of August, we'll get Nebraska Northwestern over in Ireland week zero. And 
football will be upon us. We're getting close. We're almost there. Yes, we're excited. I'm excited. I can't wait. Can't wait. Best time of the year. No doubt about it. Hey, LaShawn, thanks as always for your time. A little bit of a respite for you. We'll still talk. It'll be, I guess, a week from Friday. It'll be August and looking forward to our next conversation after I get a little sunning and funning, a little vacation for me. And then we'll be back at it and the grind of football season will be here. Love it. Love it. Enjoy your vacation. Thank you. Appreciate it. Get to know what your team is up against across the Big Ten with Locked On Big Ten. Every day, host Nate Dickinson and the local experts on Locked On take you across the Big Ten in 30 minutes. Make Locked On Big Ten your second listen, Locked On Big Ten. It'll be fun. We'll be back with you next week with the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. Go Hawks!